Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Ian, how's it going? Good morning. How you guys doing? You know, I'd be better if I had an episode of The Compound. Look, we're, we're, we're creatures of habit here. We have a routine, and my routine involves my Wednesday workout, usually during, you know, plyometrics and lifting, but pre-cardio, that half hour is The Compound podcast, and I was, I was adrift. I, I didn't know. I, I was untethered because I didn't have my episode. I'm glad that we have so many fans that have built The Compound into their weekly routine. I feel bad whenever we can't get an episode out on time. Uh, unfortunately, once the season starts, that happens more and more. There's an episode waiting. It's ready. But we're, we're just we so badly want this big news to happen and come out so that we can do it at the same time. <laughs> We've heard a lot about the big news, of course. But I still want to know, can you tease anything? Is there any sort of preview we can? I I can't give anything away. This big news is it's so exciting and we've been holding on to it for so long. It was my bad. I brought it up too early. I was I was too excited, a little premature. Uh but I think I think we're very close. I think we're very very close. This isn't like the QAnon storm or anything where you just keep changing the date of when when we're the great reckoning and people are reinstalled to office and the gallows are dragged out. We're not doing that, are you? We thought about just keep just continuing this and just keep saying there's big news and never, or maybe coming after we announce this one, coming up with another one and just running it out because really messed up on, on bringing it up too early. That that's actually like a common plot line in TV shows where they keep mentioning a character you never actually see. I think that that might be a good bit, but we are looking forward to it. <laughs> Ian, we talked a lot last year about the energy that you guys had to supply yourselves during games, before games, during games, in the dugout, and in, in the noise and the activity and the energy level. Is that the same? Are you guys still trying to figure out now with some fans there and with a little bit of, of other real human presence? Is that something that you want to keep doing? Is it necessary? It's, I think there's a lot of factors to it. One of the interesting ones is that in spring training, you don't have the everybody in the dugout. You don't have all of the guys who are going to be on the bench, all of the, the position players who are going to be um, sitting there and cheering for your teammates. You don't have that same uh, group. So 
that's a little bit different. Um, also, in spring training, you usually have a bunch of extra bodies in the dugout. Um, but we don't have that because of the COVID protocols. We're keeping uh, kind of separate and having those guys fill in a little bit later. Um, and then you also have a different group of guys. You know, we, we, we don't have the exact same. We have a lot of the same faces, so we don't have the exact same group of guys in the dugout offensively. Um, and I think it's a learning process. We're trying to figure out how many fans are going to be there. Uh, is there the fake crowd noise? Is there not? I know some ballparks uh, on the road this spring have had it. Some haven't. We had it at Sloan for a few innings. We lost it for one inning. It, it, it's, it's really trying to figure out exactly how that's going to look, I think, as we get towards the end of spring training um, and, and really get a feel for everybody in the dugout at the same time, what it's going to feel like. I think we, we always have brought uh, a, re- a really high energy in the dugout. I don't think that's going to change. Um, but exactly how, uh, how far we have to take it uh, last year um, will probably be determined by, by how the crowd noise, the fans, um, and, and just how much we have to do. And also making sure that we don't go too overboard if it's a little quiet in the stadium those, those first games in April. Yeah, the mics might be able to pick something up pretty well as far as yesterday's game was concerned was fun to watch all the home runs what did you think of uh jock peterson going yard and that was a loud home run uh i saw the highlight of that one um really like we'll pimp job from jock you'd like to see that um he you know he kind of stood there for a second got around the bases quick uh made it look really good and then riz went Big fly. That was a very far home run. I think it was up by the tent right, which is long. Good to see him uh, get a hold of one, too. I love how they're tightening things up time-wise, and I wouldn't mind if every baseball game was six or seven innings. I, I don't mind the fact that they're letting a pitcher be, be capped and you can get him out of there so guys don't get hurt. And then I was thinking overall about the additive effect of this of the maybe delaying or eliminating that that dead period about two thirds of the way or three quarters of the way through spring training when you're all looking at each other like oh let's start the season let's get out of here the I think it's really good for the overall energy level sort of budgeting the energy level to have some of these games shortened you know get you out of there you got more time to yourself and everything's a little bit easier on you. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that was a great idea. Um, decided to do five or seven innings. Um, I hope it's something that we continue moving forward in the spring. I know um, there's opportunities as a young player um, to get in those games. I took advantage of it in 2017 and played in 29 out of the 30 spring training games, I think. And, um, you know, obviously I had a great spring, and it was part of the reason why I got called up early at 17. So there's definitely opportunities for guys late in games to show what they can do. Uh, it's big for the organization to be able to see that. Um, but as far as for the guys, and, and it's huge for the coaching staff. You know, as a player, you get out of there um, after your two or three at-bats early in the spring and, and you're done. But for the coaching staff, those guys who are there at, at 6 a.m. Um, and they sit there through nine innings, and, and it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot on those guys. So to be able to get them out a little bit earlier, give them a little bit more time to rest, relax, um, that, that's big for the entire organization. What does a typical day look like for you during spring training? Because schedule's different. We're talking to you a little bit earlier. How does the day break down? Yeah, today's a little different because we have a night game. Um, but, uh, but on a normal day uh, where we would have a 1 o'clock game here in, in Mesa, I'm up at 
5 a.m. Um, head to the ballpark by 5.30. Um, doing a, a workout via FaceTime with uh, my Gosku trainer at, at 6.30. Um, going right into uh, body prep and a workout after that, depending on the day. Um, doing some stuff with the Cubs trainer, speed stuff after that. Um, cage. Uh, Willie Harris outfield work, probably a little bit of, uh, of early work with him. Um, and then we stretch it somewhere between nine and 10, depending on the day, depending on where we're playing. Um, and then go into, you know, our normal defense BP, whatever, whatever's on the schedule from, from Greeny and Rossi that day. But that, that's a pretty normal schedule for me. And then I would be done, um, by, try to be done by noon on most days that I'm not playing. And then if you're, you know, if I'm in the game, that's a, a one o'clock start. When's the golf? Uh, on days I'm not playing, that's you. That's why I'm in so early. Get in really early, get out by noon, try to find a, a game at <laughs> by two o'clock. I don't know if you, how much of a chance you got to watch Colin Morikawa and just scouting him. He there's something going on there with his demeanor with it. That that dude is going to be a, a a multiple major winner. I know he's already got one, but that is I I can't quite describe it, but there's something different about him. Like his heart rate is different, his ability to settle himself over the ball is different. I just I think that's a pretty special prospect. His swing's beautiful. I mean just just purely his, his ball striking, his his game is, is really tight. Um, I, I thought his, his poise down the stretch, I thought his interview after was incredible. He's super well-spoken. He's, he's, um, really young and really intelligent. Um, you know, he, he's a great face for the game and I hope he continues to play really well because, you know, him with JT and, and, you know, Spieth playing really well. And you just have all these young guys that are so, so good. Um, and, and it's, it's good to see another one come up because it just makes the game more competitive. I know that we can't talk about the big, big announcement, but there is a couple mini announcements I feel like we can discuss that Foxtrot locally here in Chicago has picked up Connect Coffee. Yeah. So Foxtrot was our first, um, it was our, our first kind of wholesale distribution in the Chicago land, which was awesome. Uh, kind of downtown. So we, we got in last summer in all eight of the uh, locations in Chicago and then um, kind of end of the season, the two in Dallas and now they opened one in DC, which is absolutely awesome. But we, we love uh, what they're doing downtown. There's, there's one in Lincoln park. There's one uh, in old town. There's one downtown on Chicago. Like they're all over the place. So it's really great. Like for me to be able, no matter where I am in the city, to be able to walk in and kind of see the quarantine coffee bags are out. You can do it pour over there too. So grab a, uh, uh, a cup of quarantine coffee on the way to the field. Like I always really enjoy doing that and going in. Uh, I would tweet pictures during the season of like, Hey guys, like there's some quarantine coffee. Here. I actually went in and signed a few bags too. I took a Sharpie in and kind of just like randomly signed bags and, and left them in there. Um, it's really nice for me to be able to do some of that stuff during the season, in the city, and obviously uh, as restrictions get lifted and, and it's a little bit easier to do more of that stuff. Um, I'm looking forward to doing that this spring and hoping that quarantine coffee is in more locations and that connect is in more locations. Um, 
across the city come come this spring. That's our goal. Do you have to arrange that ahead of time, or do you get like some manager of a store that doesn't know who you are and just like who's who's that guy signing bags with a sharpie? What is that guy doing? Yeah, I I like to feel like if you just walk in like you own the place and don't really say anything, uh, you can kind of get away with it. <laughs> if you really act like you know what you're doing, like just walk right in, sharpie bag. And and you don't really get questioned. They're just like, okay, well, that guy's signing bags of our coffee. <laughs> just point, wink a couple times, and, and act like it's it's not a big deal at all. That's the guy from the yeah. hair restoration billboards. Oh, no. we, we've yeah. seen that guy before. But it's, yeah, that's that guy with that really good hair. It's also served in the clubhouse at Wrigley, so I have to know how players received it. What are the reviews? Guys are loving it. Uh, we just got it. So we had it in, in the clubhouse and on the road a little bit in the season last year. And then this spring, we made sure to get um, some bigger bags in so that we could do kind of the brew in the spring training clubhouse um, so that everybody had it in the morning. So guys, guys are loving it. They're actually um, going through the pots pretty quick. They're having to keep them refilled. But I, I also I was able to give out some sample bags to guys. Um Marquis is going to do K cups in the uh, in the press box, so we're we're really excited. We appreciate the support from the Cubs and from Marquis on all of it, um, and and we're we're going to make sure. Uh, I don't know if Boog's listening, but I'm going to surprise him and JD with uh, a couple little bags there on Friday when they're up in the booth. Love it. Always a good broadcast moment whenever you can get free stuff on air. Uh, and I also laugh because you know this, being on a baseball team, there's always a couple guys who love them some evening coffee, I feel like. Like the guy who wants the coffee right before a 7.05 game time. Oh, yeah. I, I was I was big on that, especially during the season, if you needed a little pick-me-up right before the game. Because some guys will like shoot a Red Bull or go after an energy drink. I don't like how sometimes I get a little too jittery of that. So I'll, I'll do like a, a cold brew or like an iced coffee. And just we would have it in these little um, smaller containers. And you could just take one of those down right before you go out, a little booster, uh, and you're ready to play. The days get a little long, a little monotonous sometimes, June, July, middle of summer. So you gotta got to have a little booster before that seven o'clock start and then once 11 12 rolls around you can't sleep you know why <laughs> you have to mention the good too that connect is doing in chicago with one in eight people in cook county being food insecure connect already has provided more than fourteen thousand meals through the pandemic via the chicago food bank and we've got a special code for people who want to sample the product if you go to connectroasters.com and use the promo code 670 670 you get 15 percent off so that's pretty cool that uh, the station is uh, helping out and partnering also as well Ian, i uh, wanted to ask you about the return of Pedro Strope, because I don't know what he has left, but I don't really care at this point. It's spring, and him being around just kind of puts a smile on my face because I just have nothing but but positive associations with him as, as a Cubs pitcher and as a dude. He's such a good teammate. He's such a good person. Um, just having him around in the clubhouse, um, it, it, it honestly, it brightens everybody's mood. It gets everybody excited. He's such a good um kind of a melting pot, a, a liaison. He connects everybody in the clubhouse. Um, he's always having conversations with guys, talking um, and, and being around. He, he's, he's such a good part of our organization. Uh, honestly, missed him a lot 
last year and just having him around, I'm super excited to see him pitch. Um, and I know that he can, he can help our team and, and just, just make us a better ball club. So can't wait to see it. Um, and man, I, I was, I was really pumped, um, when we got that news that he was coming back. Yeah, he just he just brings a vibe that I think you can't really describe unless you're around him. It's an energy that's infectious. I think I really think that him and Arietta have a similar um, vibe or presence. It's a little bit different with how they go about it, uh, but it, but it, it, it it's a magnetism. It, it's the same um, kind of way that they make people feel uh, included and a part of, of something that's bigger than just um, playing baseball. So, I, you know, I think both of those additions for us um, are really going to help um, bring us together. But also a lot of the younger guys uh, really feel like they're included and, and a part of something that, that's bigger than just um, being on a baseball team. Ian, last thing for you, I appreciate your time as always. A uh, subject of conversation regarding the Cubs this year, obviously, is a starting rotation that is going to be defense-reliant. There's going to be contact here. They're not going to blow a lot, a lot of guys away. There aren't, we're not talking you know, 97-mile-an-hour fastballs here. And Tommy Hadovy talked about it, about knowing if the defense is solid, they can pitch to contact. I remember you talking about your concentration level when you Darvish was pitching. And there's so many strikeouts, and so often you have to try to stay in it. How does it affect you? You talk about you know, defensive prep with Willie Harris and some of this stuff. How will un- an understanding of there being more likely, more balls in play this year, how does that affect your, your pitch-to-pitch concentration? Uh, I think it's going it, it to – just will change our prep a little bit. I, I think that as, as far as understanding where to play in the outfield, depending on who's pitching, um, we're going to have to be pretty focused on um, just always being in the right spots. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I feel pretty confident because we won the, I think we won the team gold glove last year. I think as a defense, we were, we were really good. Um, so we're excited to be behind those guys. You know, that's, that's always what, what we as a defense take pride in. And, and it's an outfield. Uh, one of the things that we kind of preach is nothing falls out here. And, and that's our goal all the time is that we're going to be super aggressive. We're going to back each other up. Um, and and if those guys are throwing strikes and getting the ball put in play, we're going to track it down. Um, and, and so as as a team and as a defense, that's our goal is just go out there, guys, do your stuff, throw um, strikes and get weak contact, and we'll take care of the rest. And and I think that's the rotation that we have. You know, we have some guys that have, you know, Alizé looked great the other day. He's got some swing and miss stuff. Um, you know, obviously Carl's been one of the best. Kyle Hendricks, we call him Carl. Uh, he's been one of the best uh, pitchers in baseball for the last five years. Uh, Arietta's looked great so far. We have guys that are going to pitch very well, and it's our job um, to be a responsible defense behind them and take care of the rest. Ian, thanks. Go get some barrels. <laughs> Will do. Talk to you guys soon. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.